uh, at the the Ghost of Rainsboro, uh, reassembled at the New Delhi Deli to discuss what they had learned individually. Uh, you know, the Guardian researched some text. The necropath had hung around the morgue as he usually does, and then I think that was most of it. And though uh, uh, the the hitchhiker had done a little work with some string and a pencil and marked out the kind of cardinal directions uh, around the cathedral where we thought other sites might be, or as I like to call them, death boxes might be. Then we decided we need to do a little more research and headed off to the, the local university where we met a very uh, helpful young man whose name I think is Stephen, if I recall correctly. Steve. Yeah. And we had uh, we had gone there because we had interest in knowing if there was any uh, Norse influence in this area or what was on the cathedral land before as a cathedral. And in our discussion with with Steve, uh, he, we had learned that there was these crazy rumors that there was a a Norse had arrived well before colonial days, and the Sepawains had had eventually driven them away. And there were some pictures of uh, Sepawain art of, of long boats with sigils and symbols on them, similar to what we saw in the pit, the death box, where we found the, the, the bishop. So we were asking a little more if they had any, any expert uh, professors who studied, you know, focused on this area of kind of Native American Sepawain history. And they directed us first to a gentleman named, uh, I, think, I think, Redfeather, as I recall who we then found out though was on leave when we uh, when Johnny Boondocks called the uh, the department the administrative assistant informed us that he was out and was not reachable but they did have a professor who was covering for red feather named as a female Dr. Layman Layman there we go uh, she was going to be back later that night about eight o'clock or seven o'clock uh, and then <laughs> Dr. Necropath realized that he might, in fact, know who, who this Professor Redfeather is who had recently suffered a loss in his family, and he and the hitchhiker were going to head over and see if they could uh, uh, speak with him. This is Johnny Boondocks. I had sent my partner, um, Heather, to, Heather, to research uh, like um, missing, uh, I think it was like missing religious figures and um, send some of the Rainsboro Special Crimes Unit to investigate the other suspect locations that we had identified via the hitchhiker's string and pencil research. But we had not heard back from them yet. Uh, the hitchhiker gave life advice to the Guardian. Excellent. Um, because, Excellent uh, life advice. Yeah, because nobody has, knows life better than somebody who's dead. I do remember there were some looky-loos at the New Delhi Deli that uh, kept staring at us while we were trying to enjoy our lunch. I did forget to mention that Johnny Boondocks had been seeing a mysterious figure, mm. um, both at the initial crime scene in episode one and outside of his house in the second episode. That um, uh, uh, I believe it was a trench-coated figure with a with a. Did he have a top hat? I believe so. He had a hat, a broad-rimmed hat. In the first situation, uh, mistook him for someone else. In the second situation, was unable to locate the figure once he got downstairs. It's a mystery. It's a conundrum.
Hitchhiker and Dr. Necropath. You guys are uh, on a car ride? I assume uh, I assume an Officer Morales' patrol car. Because we don't have access to the, uh, to the Prius currently, so uh, I don't think she's going to loan it to me after I ignored her at the New Deli Deli yeah, earlier. You don't have but... access to the company car? Correct. So I, I assume we're, we're unless uh, Timmy says otherwise. I assume we're in in Morales's patrol car. One eleven and one ten. So let's let's go over the situation. We've got dead bodies in cardinal directions of a church. Well, at least at least one that we know. At of. least one we suspect. We can confirm. Right. right. Yeah. The the first the first victim was a member of that church, Correct. a high ranking member. Of, of we think it's Norse people that are angry. And then, but they might be angry at the Native Americans whose site that church was built on. Right. So we have an angry Norse gentleman who imprisoned, tortured, and, and you know, murdered the, the cardinal using razor-sharp bone implements of some kind with surgical skill. And they called it a blood eagle. That is right? what, yes, that is what that someone told us uh, last time, yes. Which was usually used as a murder not murder, a execution technique for royalty uh, who had betrayed other, like a king who had betrayed a king, whatnot. And if they, they had to stay silent throughout the torture or else they wouldn't get into the Valhalla. So if the if the Vikings were mad at the Native Americans... Why would they pick a bishop? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, no, I think he's probably... I think he's not... I don't think the Norse is angry with the Native Americans, or as you you kind of pointed out, Morales, that he would pick Native American people to torture. But maybe we'll find out that one of the four people is some shaman from the local Sepulwayan tribe. But uh, I think think his anger is either more with whether it be with the church or just with religion in general. I'm not sure. But uh, dude's scary. And as you might remember... He was described as having kind of very long, elongated, sharp uh, canine teeth. Mm. So, like, Viking werewolf. Well, I think we talked last time, and uh, you guys had told me that demons were real, but vampires were not. Man, I'm dead. I don't know. Like, don't ask me. All right. So we're going to go see this Professor Redfeather, who I assume is Joseph Redfeather who is the father of someone I knew before they passed away. Oh, okay. So I should probably let you talk. Sure. Uh, he, you know, I'm not super close with this gentleman, but we, we have had some, um, you know, kind of personal, uh, you know, interactions, um, um, traumas that we've, we've, we've kind of gone through. So I'm not sure exactly how he reacted to me showing up on his door. Well, I guess we'll find out. So I will in the driveway. Yeah, there you go. Go ahead and get out of the car. You guys uh, walk up to the door, and you know it's uh, getting later in the afternoon now. And uh, you step up on the porch. I will go ahead and knock. A young Native American woman answers the door, and she seems startled when she sees you know you you there in your doctor necropath outfit. Uh, but that seems she her eyes narrow when she sees. Uh, uh, Officer Morales standing there as well. Can I help you? Oh, uh, hi. Uh, I was expecting Steve to answer. Is he is he around? I'm sorry. He's he's out at the moment. And she, her eyes keep tracking over to Donnie and narrowing. Uh huh. I will look back at uh at her and, and smile and say, uh, "Is perhaps Professor Redfeather uh, here?" 
he is, but I'm not sure he's taking visitors at the moment. Well, I, I understand. Would you uh, perhaps ask if he'd be willing to speak with uh, uh, <laughs> the necropath? She looks at Donnie and she goes, is this an official visit? I mean, I can stay out here, man. It's whatever. It is a, yeah. It, I mean, it is a, a official Rainsboro call. So this is a Rainsboro Police Department matter? Perhaps. I, I kind of do the thing where I like go with my hand halvesies like, yeah. There is some overlap with something I'm currently investigating and something that the Rainsboro PD is currently investigating that tie back with Professor Redfeather. We believe he might have information being an expert of, of Sipawayan history that could be beneficial to both my endeavors as well as the police. She pulls out her cell phone and she dials a number and she's got she's got it held up to her ear. Yeah, this is Lucy at, at uh, Joe Redfeather's place. We've got a Rainsboro Police Department officer here. I don't think he's cleared to be on the res. Could you send somebody over in case this turns into something? Thanks. She closes her phone. It's a flip phone. If you'll wait here, I'll go get get Mr. Redfeather. I will be musically smile at her and, and nod. She closes the door and leaving you on the porch. Fair enough. Well, that went well. Yeah, I think she. I think she's warming up to you, man. Several moments go by as y'all are just kind of out there wondering if you're just going to get to sit there. Finally, the door opens and you see uh, the man that you know, Doctor Necropath, uh, Joe Redfeather, and he looks like he's aged about ten years since you saw him last. He does not look well. No, you know the the man that you know is a big, strapping, powerful man. Yeah, he's you know in his late you know sixties, but. Uh, but you know, just the the picture of health the last time you saw him, until of course you sh- you you know delivered the news. But uh, uh, yeah, he do- he does not. He looks like he has seen better days. I will uh, reach out my hand to shake his. I'm I'm sorry she left you here on the porch. You can understand. And he looks over to uh, Officer Morales. Please come in. Thank you. I uh, will enter in and have you know kind of gesture for Morales to follow me in. You see, uh, Lucy is shutting these two pocket doors that uh, you know you know Doctor Necropath lead to uh, Redfeather's study. I, I you know I, I very much apologize for disturbing you, uh, uh, Mister Redfeather. I know uh, things have been difficult since I last saw you. Yes, th- things have things have been uh, challenging. Have been challenging. But how how can I help you? So. We recently uh, found a body in a basement about a mile south, almost directly south of the cathedral um, that had been tortured and left uh, and killed in a very Norse fashion. And as we were doing some research, we heard rumors that the Norse had once visited the Sepawayans. There are those legends. That's true. What do you believe their legends? Do you believe they may be true in some way? It seems to me that there's too much oral history there for it not for there not to have been something. And there are too many images that our people were familiar with. Uh, yes, I believe there's some veracity to that. So I'm going to pull up my phone and kind of take the pictures I took of the Native American pictures in the boat uh, in the book of the Norse boats, and I might show them to to uh, Joseph and say these symbols that are here in these pictures are the same symbols we saw around the uh, that were carved in the walls around the murdered murdered body that we found well i don't know quite a lot about viking mythology but i would think that these types of runes would be commonplace around viking sorts of artifacts true yeah 
I brought it more just as a kind of confirmation that you know the the drawings seem very accurate to what to what we found. I agree. Is there anything in the legends about why the Sepawains drove away the Norse? They were invaders. Was there any talk about you know they were unnatural or evil or or were some other type of uh, you know not quite human? Well, the legends referred to them as white demons, but you know we had never seen white men before. Is there any talk about how they would only visit at night or any other odd practices that they they practiced? He he leans back in his chair and, and kind of ponders for a second. He says there is something to to that about attacking only at night. Uh can I can I ask a question? Certainly. Um and you see, you know, Lucy is standing on the other side of the room. She just keeps giving you, you know, the stink eye, but he doesn't seem yeah. to have any problems with you, Officer Morales. Uh, so the site where the church is, was that a, a site for your people beforehand of some importance? This was all Sepawayan land back in the day. Um, you know, is that, is the, the, the site of St. Michael's and all angels particularly of note, no more than anywhere else in Rainsboro. St. St. Michael's of all angels, St. Michael's and all angels and all angels. Huh? Okay. Were there any, Warnings that the Norse might return after the Sepawains drove them away. Not that I'm familiar with. Of course, I've our legends only talk about having destroyed them, having routed them out. Um, you know that they they had killed every single one of them. Uh, so there was no one to offer such a challenge, according to our legend. Understood. Were there any artifacts that survived from that time? No, no, just the drawings, the cave drawings. The ones that he showed you, the pictures of from the book? Correct. There isn't any more that we didn't see? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Are you aware of any figures of prominence in the tribe or even visit, you know, people from other uh, native uh, tribes that have visited here recently that have gone missing? I'm sorry, what do you mean? So the gentleman we found strung up, as I'm not a police officer, I don't feel any compunction sharing this with you, uh, was a bishop of the Catholic Church who was visiting uh, from Boston had been missing for the past year. And we're wondering if the person who did this might be targeting other figures of religious significance in other uh, religions as well. We haven't lost a shaman or anything like that, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm asking. No, no, uh, no. none of our none of our medicine folk or, or any, anyone like that has, uh, has gone missing. I know where they all are. He smiles. Tribal council? Tribal council's okay? Yeah, I, no one that I can think of. I, you know, certainly you have uh, members of the tribe who go, you know, missing from time to time. And there was that incident last year, but uh, nothing that I can think of concerning uh, a, a, you know, a, a shaman or anything like that. What uh, what incidents last year? There, there was a boy. Uh, um, his father was of the tribe and his, his, uh, mother was, was white and he was, uh, murdered in Rainsboro. Um, it was a, a bloody affair and, you know, the Rainsboro police department, uh, said that it was a gang related affair that he, you know, he was a good boy, wasn't involved in gangs. He just got caught in the crossfire. How, how old was he? Uh, 13. 13. Okay. But, uh, you know, he, they, they weren't practicing members of the tribe. Sure. Sure. You know, in fact, uh, he was he was an altar boy at uh, St. Michael's and All Angels. And what was the boy's name? Kevin. Kevin Stormwind. Doctor Necromask, I make a small note of that. 
Well, certainly we appreciate your help, Mr. Redfeather. We know this is a trying time and we, I, I feel bad that I've had to intrude upon your, your privacy. No, no, no problem. I, I, I wish I could have been of more help. Thank you for your time. And we will, uh, you know, shake hands and uh, head towards the door. As you uh, head towards the door and, you know, the, the door is wide open for you when you get there. Lucy has already opened it for you, ready for you to leave. I will smile sweetly at her and, and say, thank you, ma'am. You have a good day. She she, she smiles back at you. And, and, and then, you know, if if looks could kill, the, the, the hitchhiker would be dead all over again. I'm going to stop for a second and look back at her and say, what, what, what is your last name, ma'am? Redfeather. And I, I don't recognize no. her, do I, Aaron? No. Okay. All right. Well, t- take care, Mrs. And she doesn't look anything M- like Jeremiah. I'll say, t- take care, Miss Redfeather. She nods. As you guys uh, step out of the house, you see a uh, a Sepaway and police uh, cruiser come pulling up. You see uh, one of their officers gets out of the car and, and he walks over. Is this uh, an official matter? Is this, you know, we didn't have any clearance in our office for you to be on the res? He's a guest of mine. So everything is okay here, and he, the, uh, you see, uh, Joe Redfeather has stepped out of the porch. He's, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Must have been a paperwork situation. That's all. I'll look at the uh, Sepoy and officers as as well as things can be when there's a murder on the loose officer. Something here on the res? It's hard to say. That's why we came uh, asking questions, but you know, it's uh, I don't know enough to say one way or the other. That's why we're investigating. He pulls out his card and hands hands one to both uh, you and Morales. I'll uh, follow you guys on out. Uh, absolutely. If you want, if you need to. Uh, we've got the appointment with the professor, with the, um, I guess, uh, standing professor, the temp. That's going to be later. This is because that's like at seven o'clock tonight. So, Guardian, any issues with heading to the uh, Rainsboro SCU? Nope. Sounds like a good next step. And I've got uh, a couple of books in a book bag with me. And uh, while driving over there, I'll just kind of look through the books. And I'm studying up on uh, Norse mythology. You come stepping into the uh, police offices. You know, and you're up. You you know, moved up to the floor where uh, the SCU is. You see Heather there at her computer on the phone, uh, fussing at somebody. So I'll I'll walk up and I'll say, I mean, I know she's on the phone, but I'll say, when you get a second. She nods, you know, puts her hand up for like, you know, one more moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll look around, see if they, there's any uh, bulletin boards as it relates to, uh, you know, the, the locations or anything that I've sent her. Uh, you don't see anything like that, but you do notice that uh, there is some guy sitting at your desk. I guess I'll investigate. Hi, I'm Johnny. Oh, hi. You must be the guy. Johnny Boondocks. I didn't realize you were back. Uh, you know, not not yet. Uh, you know, I'm 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 actually just consulting on a case right now. Oh, I'm Tom. Tom Marcus. Hey, Tom. Uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. He's a young guy. Yeah, he's, I'm sorry. You know, they just had me camping out at, at uh, this desk while you were gone. But when you, when you're gone, when you're back, I'll uh, I'll, I'll get right out of your way. Nah, no problem. No problem. What do you do here, Tom? Well, I, I'm one of them. One of them full time police detectives. Oh, I not to be. A- I do some of that detecting work. I oh, think I, he's keeping your seat warm for you, Johnny. <laughs> I think so. Well, uh, Tom, so you're uh, 
no no special powers beyond your uh, apparently excellent uh, detecting abilities. Well, that and my uh, rakish good looks. Ah, well, yes. I mean, hard to miss that. Yeah, but no, I you know I'm I'm just uh, one of the one of the normals. Ah, hey, you know what? Nothing wrong with that. Well, uh, thanks for uh, for keeping my home warm, and uh, you know I'll let you get back to work. Absolutely. So, Johnny, how are you doing? I know you just got back, and this is kind of uh, it's kind of a big case to be walking back into. Uh, you know what? It's uh, it's a nice distraction. Something different than looking at the same four walls every day. That's a good way to look at it. That's how I like to look at things. How about you? How are things? Uh, how are things going at home? Uh, they suck. <laughs> uh, that good, huh? Yeah, my sister skipped out with some of my stuff. That wasn't actually my stuff. It was my patron stuff. Oh, I, I mean, we could. Do you want me to put an APB out on her or something? I think. Well, you know, I was gonna say no because I don't want people getting hurt. But this isn't the normal. This isn't the normal police, is it? These guys are used to dealing with special yeah, people for sure. So I'll pat uh, Marcus or top. What's his first name? <laughs> Tom. Hey. <laughs> I mean, that's how dismissive I am of him. Um, <laughs> I'll pat him on the back. Hey, uh, hey, Tom, uh, can you help my my buddy out here? He wants to uh, file a missing persons report uh, for his sister. She uh, she may have skipped out on town with some of his uh, some of his stuff. Sure. Yeah. He starts pulling up. Have a seat. Starts pulling out some paper. Uh, Johnny, you you step away as all of that's going on. Yeah. And uh, Heather uh, cradles the phone that she was on and st- steps up. Hey, buddy, ever thought to use a goddamn phone? I I I texted you. I called you earlier. You're not supposed to be here. Well, I we had a, an appointment later on, so I thought I'd swing by in between and and check on the update for the locations and the things that I had sent you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you can't do that over the phone. you got to come into the office where where your work is. Well, you know, I, I figure this is a nice, conducive environment for detecting. Mm, mm, but that you're really not supposed to be doing. Should I not be here? I mean, I, 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 I know what you think. Is, there, is it an issue for me to be here? I'm just saying. I know. I know you're looking out for me. Yeah. Well, I, I did find... Uh, one or two things. First off, one of those locations that you gave me was yeah. uh, we didn't find anything. The, the, the unis didn't find anything like we encountered the other night. But they did when we were kind of doing the background work on it. We found that a murder had taken place there. Oh, um, tell me more about that. Yeah, there was a there was a, a kid uh, uh, named Kevin Stormwind who was murdered, like, right on that exact point oh. that you oh. told me. And his uh, heart was cut out. Uh, that sounds ritualistic. And, you know, the, the detectives who worked that case, not us, uh, said that it was gang-related as part of the dragons and, uh, you know, part of their territory marking. But uh, she holds out a, a, a she, she produces a, a picture from the file. And you see some of the runes as graffiti uh, mm. on, on the uh, street around him. They have any uh, suspects in no. custody as it relates to this? Not a one. But they think it was gang, gang violence? Well, that's what they said. So no leads other than perhaps gang violence, and this kid was murdered, 
and uh, we have an unsolved crime, basically. With no connection to any of the local gangs. Appeared to be a good kid. He was an altar boy over at uh, Minks and All Diamonds. Minks and All Diamonds? Where's that? You know, Michael's and All Angels, the cathedral. Oh, oh. Like the one we we just saw, um, we were just at yesterday. Well, we saw it from where we were at yesterday. Oh, yeah. Has anyone checked that out? That wasn't on your list. Fair. Fair. Uh, what about the other location I sent you? So the one where Stormwind we found was the north location. Mm-hmm. The east location, there wasn't any, anything there other than there was some graffiti. And she produces her phone and shows you uh, the images. She says nobody thought anything of it, but it sure does look like what was on those walls in the basement. And sure enough, it, you, know, you see those representations of, of Odin and all the different names. They look slightly different, but uh, similar enough. Any, uh, any idea of how fresh they, that graffiti might have been? Uh, the, we asked folks around there, and it's been there for, for a while. Most folks are saying at least a year. Oh, hmm, okay. That last location, the west location, Yeah, I'm afraid we're not going to be able to look that one up for you. Why is that? It's Dogger Island. Oh, okay. And, you know, I just didn't think that, uh, you know, all them criminals over there are going to be too happy about me rolling some uh, some uh, police-type people in there to, 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 to check out some stuff. So we're not going to be able to check out that location for you. Okay, okay. Um, any updates on any of the names that I sent you? Um, uh, like the, the, the large man with the, or, you know, the description of the, 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 the bald man or the, with the red beard, any of that? Yeah. No luck on that. Okay. All right. So what was the name of that cathedral again? St. Michael's and all angels. Yes. Okay. You know, the only cathedral in town. That yeah, one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks Heather. She nods. Try to stay out of trouble. Ah, no promises. And she always puts the empty milk jug back in the refrigerator. I mean, if that's not a sign of pure evil, I don't know what is. <laughs> so, Marcus, uh, you think you got enough information here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, empty milk jug? Yeah, I got this. Okay. Shouldn't be any trouble to find her. <laughs> All right. We will uh, we'll keep you updated, uh, Guardian. Uh, why don't you come with me? All right. Let's go. Where are we going? So we'll step out and maybe we'll step outside or step out into the hallway and I will um, I'll I'll call uh, Necropath on speakerphone. Hello. Uh, hey, it's uh, it's Johnny. Yeah. What's happening, Captain? All right. So I'll, I'll fill everyone in on the updates that Heather provided um, as it relates to St. Michael's and All Angels and how the um, there is graffiti, you know, just the, the murder of um, the, the, the kid Stormwind. Uh, Kevin Stormwind and, uh, you know, the other the, the other graffiti location and Dogger Island being uh, the, the another location. Dogger Island's one of the locations? Supposedly. And, uh, you know, obviously we didn't want to send any uniformed uh, officers out there to investigate. No, but it's safe to say there's probably people been killed out there. Uh, my my guess is, is at this point we should probably well, maybe we could scope out the uh, the church. These things apparently work at night. Is what we're what, what, the information that we got? Yeah, and would, uh, everything happened a year ago. It would make ritualistically, it might make sense to go to the the central point a year from the origination of the crime. Yes, uh, anniversaries have power. Yeah. Uh, so I well, why don't we I meet you at the cathedral? Sounds good.
Guardian and uh, uh, Johnny Boondocks. You guys arrive, you know, there out in front of uh, St. Michael's and Doll Angels. It is a gigantic church, and it's it's just gorgeous. The architecture, the design of it, you know, it's a it's a very traditional Gothic style cathedral, complete mm-hmm. with gargoyles and towers, and it's a beautiful church, and you know, intricately uh, uh, designed stained glass. I mean, it's it, the place is just gorgeous. And the, the sun has uh, begun to set. Why don't we? Um, why don't we go? I'll text uh, the necropath that we'll we'll, we'll be inside. Um, you know, looking for perhaps a cellar or a basement. I will text back with a thumbs up emoji. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guardian, why don't we head on in and uh, and see if there's something in the basement like there was it? Uh, you know, I, I would imagine unless it's uh, unless we see some Odin uh, Norse graffiti. Uh, in in obvious places, uh, the the first place to check would probably be under the church. Yes, the church, unlike some of the other sites, is frequently visited and well kept up. So I would expect if it were out in the open, someone would have seen it. Johnny and Guardian, you guys have, have entered in through the uh, main doors to the church. And, you know, the there are candles lit in, in, in there. The, the electric lighting is, is dimly lit, softly lit, except up at the altar. And you can hear uh, the organ is playing, and you can hear the choir is practicing up in the loft. So there are people here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's... You know, uh, there are people up there kind of prepping the altar, getting ready for a service. Um, you know, so, you know, there, there's activity here in the church. Um, but you're looking for... I'm actually looking for perhaps an office or, uh, you know, um, someone who appears to be, um, you know, of some prominence. Okay. So, you know, as you're, as you're kind of stepping back from the sanctuary, uh, you see a, a fellow in a priest's collar... Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of an, an an older fellow, probably in his fifties, and uh, you know, dark hair, mustache, and he is uh, uh, aligning some some uh, prayer books at the back of the church. He hasn't noticed you. Uh, excuse me, Father. Uh, I don't mean to startle you. Says no, no. How can I help you? Uh, he's, I'm, a, he's, I'm... A, he's a nice looking guy, uh, and has a very pleasing sort of you know deep voice. I notice everyone in this game is attractive, Aaron. <laughs> everyone but Johnny Boondocks. <laughs> Why is it like this? <laughs> I mean, he was Time's Sexiest Scarecrow 27. <laughs> Wasn't really much competition. <laughs> well, him versus the uh, Scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's falling on hard times. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, Father, my name is Officer Boondocks. I'm with the Rainsboro Special Crimes Unit. Uh, we're here in in investigating uh, perhaps this this cathedral's um, lo- uh, location as it relates to some other crimes that we're we're, we're currently researching. Um, have you are you aware of any unusual activity, uh, any graffiti that's happened around the the cathedral lately? No, goodness, no. Um, Maybe no. a year ago, he shakes his head. No, not 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 that I recall. No, um, no murders or um, oh, ritualistic behavior in in the last year or so. No, heavens, no. Ah, well, I mean that's great to hear. Um, 
what we'd like to do, if possible, is, uh, you know, uh, perhaps get a look at the the cellar under the church, or if there's a basement under. under. You want to see the lower levels. Correct. Yes. He looks at your badge, and he says, uh, he says, well, I'm sure that the diocesan attorney would tell me that if this was official police business, I would need you to bring a search warrant. However, if you're here for a tour... I actually am here for a tour. I'm very interested in the history of, of the cathedral. Very well, then. Why don't I show you around? Well, thank you, Father. He, uh, and I'm sorry, I didn't get your name? Benito Angelani. Uh, call me Benny. Thank you, Father Benny. He smiles. Come right this way. He leads you down uh, off to the, to the left of where you're standing facing the altars to some stairs. Stairs go down. And uh, he's like, well, this is where the, uh, the uh, church bookstore is. And he shows you the church bookstore under the, the sanctuary. And uh, you guys move down a- another string of steps. And you see on the walls all these little placards, uh, you know, along the, the, the stone, the stone and, and brick walls. The placards, you know, list people's names. And, you know, you see the, their birth date and their death date. And he says, this is our, our uh, mausoleum for uh, the faithful departed. Yeah. Um, Aaron, I'm going to take a moment to uh, activate my reflexive telekinesis. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, uh, actually, while the uh, while he's showing us around, I, I will ask um, uh, Father, while, while you give us this tour, uh, may I ask you about um, someone who may have been a, a member of? Uh, of and someone correct me if I'm wrong, a member of this parish um, who, who passed away uh, recently or in, in the past year, uh, Keith Pass, uh, Keith Strongwind. He he smiles uh, thinly uh, and he, he shakes his head. And he says, "I think you're talking about Kevin Stormwind." <laughs> I apologize, Kevin Stormwind. I, I should have written it down. He says, "Yeah, it was a it was a terrible affair." And you know, as as you guys are walking, he's leading you down through these uh, dark halls uh, under the church, and he's like, "Yes, it was a it was a, a terrible, terrible, uh, terrible thing." I, they said that it was gang related, but I'd never heard of any sort of activity like that with a gang. No, were you aware that if if he was involved in any gang like activity, or oh, was he a pretty? No. No, Kevin was a, was a was a good boy. I, he was our he was our first server. I, he was he was he was the the best of, of 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 the altar boys. He was he was you know training the the younger ones and uh, scheduling and I, he was he was he was a great kid. I, I can't imagine why anyone w- would want to do something like that to him. He he was an angel. Did you ever meet Bishop Randall Jennings? Oh yes, many times. I said, what can you tell us about him? He was a good man. He was a fine bishop. A uh, personal friend, actually. You're seeing, you know, as you're as you're walking down these hallways, there are you know archways leading into to other chambers w- with additional names and whatnot, with flickering candles in each one. Uh, you've got a lot less electric lighting as you're wandering through here. It's very unfortunate that your parish has lost two good people in such a short time period. There, while it is horrible to have learned what happened to Randall. It is at least a relief that we've, you know, his body has been recovered. That's a blessing, at least. We can give him a proper proper burial and lay him to rest. And, you know, he, he, looking at the both of you, and I want to thank the two of you for, for your role in, in uh, uh, bringing him out. I, uh, I, I saw that on the news. Our business won't be done until we've tracked down the person who did it. 
and we want to make sure that nobody else from your parish is in danger. Please know that my my most sincere prayers are with you. So um, as we you know get less and less of the the electric electric light and and more and more of the candlelight, I, I I'm going to say that as a police officer, I probably have you know one at least a pencil light, um, mm-hmm. yeah. you know flashlight, and I'll you know I'll break it out and just kind of uh, look around, and I, I will ask the the father um, Benny. Any other uh, missing persons belonging to this cathedral that you're aware of, anyway? No. Hmm. No. Not, well, that's not, good. Not, not that I can think of. Outside, the hitchhiker and Dr. Necropath pull up and uh, they see uh, the car that uh, Guardian and uh, Johnny Boondocks uh, rode up in. So, I've been thinking, Necropath. Yeah. So, the the bishop guy we found. Yeah, Randall. Yeah. Um, What if... What if... Because he's a bishop, he's not... He's not from here, but wouldn't you? Would you think they'd bury him here? They might. Uh, I mean, now that they found a body, I think while he was missing, I don't think they would have had a, a burial for him. But now that the body's around, quite possibly. I mean, the body might be here, right? Even it could if not, be. even if not. So, uh, yeah. So follow me on this. This thing was buried for a year, and then we accidentally found it. Um, I'm gonna use put quotes around accidentally as I think we were lured there and trapped there, but yes. Uh, okay. So, uh, what if it was a, uh, Christian horse? If that's the word you want to use? Like a Trojan horse, a way to smuggle something horrible back yeah. inside the church. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot about magic, but I assume, I assume after seeing, uh, those undead Vikings that, you know, anything's possible. I mean, I, we can ask Guardian. He's he's the expert on the yeah, magic yeah. stuff, but he's kind of exactly. got a he's kind of got his head up his butt right now, yeah, a little he bit. Needs, he needs a he's girlfriend. got some family. He's got some family issues going on. Now. Yeah, but you know, it's also possible the body might have been taken back to Boston, depending on what the the surviving relatives, if he had surviving relatives, wanted done with it. I guess we can find out if the body ain't here, then we don't got to worry about the Christian horse. That's a good question to ask. Let's. Uh, I'm right. I'm gonna pull out my phone and text. Uh, Johnny, sorry, John Edward Boondocks, and say, we're here, where are you? Uh, so I'll say uh, under the cathedral in the lower levels, currently walking through, I mean, I'll make it as quickly as possible, you know, um, currently walking through, and what would you consider this area, Aaron? A crypt. Crypt, yeah, currently work, walking through the crypt. Send him a crypt selfie. <laughs> Is there a crypt? Is there a crypt emoji? I, 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 like a little skull face. All right, I will show Morales this inane text. Like he's in a crypt what? under the church. Uh, why don't people use words anymore? I don't know. This is let's, weird, uh, man. Let's see if we can't try find them. We'll we'll head into the church and try to find our way into the lower levels and not get lost. All right, man. Let's go under the church because that's probably where we're gonna be left. That's fine. All and all angels. That's a little weird, man. Why is all angels weird? Uh, you know, because I don't have one anymore. 
And that seems to be part of it. I know none of this as Dr. Necropath. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I have an I'm, I'm going to blink at you like three times and give you a <laughs> Oh, shrug. yeah, yeah. No, no, let me explain. Exposition dump as we're walking. Okay. Yes. All right. So you fill me in on your backstory. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. So you, you're dead. I mean, Morales isn't dead, but you're dead. Right. And you take over people's bodies, sort of. Takeover is a strong word. Get share? They let me in. Yeah, yeah. Lift share. And you had an angel that sent you on missions. Yeah. And the angel's now dead. Yep. In the exact same way that we found the bishop. Aaron, I don't think she was in a blood angel, was she? No. No, but, but you know, her wings were cut off. It was, it was very, it yeah. was extremely brutal and reminiscent, but not, no, not at all the exact same. So there uh, are some similarities. Okay. Yeah. All right. Huh. Yeah, and now I'm here, which is a little weird. Well, there's got to be a connection. I mean, the, the this Norse guy Ulrich's targeting the church, Angel's church. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I'm, well, let's. I'm not, I'm not real impressed. Bye. This guy. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd like to catch up to him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's meet up with the others. Oh, so, so they're coming down? Yes. Uh, we have some folks joining us for the tour. Why don't we go back and meet them? Otherwise, they, they might get lost. Uh, okay. Sure. You guys head back and, you know, you guys are uh, Guardian, I'm sorry, uh, Necropath and Hitchhiker. You guys are, are, are coming down and, you know, you, you have entered the the uh, crypt area. The You know, you're seeing the names on the walls and the stone walls and you hear some footsteps coming your way and, you know, emerging from the darkness of the, of the corridor is uh, Johnny Boondocks and, you know, the Guardian and uh, a priest – who, you know, is an older gentleman, uh, you know, in his mid to late fifties, but, you know, not, uh, not an unattractive man by any, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, hitchhiker, there is something achingly familiar about this guy. Hello. I I see you found it down here. I I wanted to come back. I was afraid you might get lost. Oh, it's nice to meet you, father. Uh, I'm, I'm, the doctor. This is my associate, Officer Morales. Uh, thank you for for coming back to find us. He extends his hand. Call me Benny. Um, I will reach out my gloved hand and shake his hand. You 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 shake hands. He uh, extends his hand out to uh, uh, the hitchhiker. Ben Benny. You, yes. What what's your last name? You look very familiar. Angelani. But I I'm sorry. I don't I don't believe we've met, Officer. I'll, I'll shake his hand. He looks very familiar. You you know that you've seen this guy somewhere before. It might have been a really long time ago, but you know you have seen this guy. So do I get the feeling that Officer Morales knows this guy or did I know this guy? No, it feels like a you memory. Okay. He says, so uh, I was showing your friends, uh, giving them the tour, as it were. Shall we continue? Uh, certainly. Uh you haven't don't have anyone that you know of in your parish by the name of uh, Ulrich, red-haired gentleman, quite pale. That's an unusual name. No, I can't think of anybody by the name of by that name. Do I think he's telling the truth, Aaron? Uh, he seems genuine. We will. Uh, I will follow them them on down. You guys uh, are 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 back in the you know very dark 
less electricity here now, uh, more candles. You can see flickering candles uh, through the different archways leading into other chambers uh, as he's just kind of walking you through. He says, you know, the, the mausoleum runs the length of the entire cathedral grounds. They're, they're quite expansive. You know, maybe maybe that's where I know you from. I have a friend. Maybe she introduced us. Her name was Angela, and I'm I'm eyeballing him. He uh, he he looks at you. He says, "I know a few Angelas, and certainly have known some over over the years." But uh, I'm sorry, I, I I don't think we've met before. Father, are, are there any Sepoyan? Um, uh, I, I don't want to say bodies, but uh, Sepoyan graves down here, or perhaps a you know a specific chamber. For anyone of, of Sepoyan descent? Well, there's only Christian graves here. Uh, there wouldn't be any, any uh, you know, if, if there was a Sepoyan citizen here, it would be someone who converted. Yes, but that does happen. I mean, we were just speaking of the, the young man. But we wouldn't segregate them to, you know, simply a, a Sepoyan grave. Uh, but yes, like, you know, uh, Kevin Stormwind, uh, Stormwind, as we discussed, he's here. Oh, may we head towards where he he's buried? Sure. Aaron? Yes. Is he breathing? I mean, he just might be breathing really well, and I notice it. <laughs> his respiration rate is twenty-two. Right. I know. I know. I know his pulse just by looking at, eyeballing him. A couple of things happen kind of simultaneously for you. Uh, you know, you're looking at him and you're hearing him talk, and there's something about him that he just seems so familiar. And there's a song running through your head. And it's that song, you know, almost like being in love, you know, that you just keep hearing. And it's just, you know, it's, it like started off in just a couple of notes. And now it's, it's, it's just full on in your ears. And you don't know why, but you have, you have the sense of him singing it. And, you know, you're, 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 you're staring at him and you realize that, God damn it, you've seen this guy before. You've seen him sing before. This is Robert Goulet. This guy is a is a uh, is a performer. He's a he's he's an actor and a singer and you know and he's dead. And you also notice that he is not breathing. Uh. So how how long you been at the church, Bob? Uh, many. And uh, I've been here for several years. Uh, this is going to be my seventh year here at the church. Uh, how many of them have you not been breathing, Benny? I'm sorry. Excuse me. He turns. I, 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 I don't understand. You haven't taken a breath for five minutes while you've been walking and talking. <laughs> well, that, that's absurd. Mm. So, uh, you probably got a pretty good singing voice with the choir, right? I, I, I do lead the choir. I. Uh... So you're, you're, you're. There's a couple of things that could be happening, Benny, and I'll just level with you. I I ain't exactly a detective, so uh-huh. you are either a, a demon, an angel, or you're just a dead spirit. So let's let's hear it, Robert Gouet. Or perhaps I am a vampire. He strikes out with a claw, so he bitch slaps you and just sends you flying across the, the hallway and into the opposite wall. And he turns, and he is not Robert Goulet any longer. He is this hideous creature wearing a, a uh, priest's robe and collar. Is it Ulrich? Uh, is it Ulrich? Uh, it is not. Okay. It is a, but he is a, uh, a, a, he has a mottled gray skin, 
bald head, pointy ears, uh, wild, vicious mouth full of teeth. And he's like, you will all have to die here. Not a one of you can leave. Uh, I will drop into a, uh, you know, I'll get my, my hands up, I'll get my reflexive telekinesis going, and uh, I will reach out and uh, attempt to uh, liquefy his mind with my brain. You have proven yourself to be the dangerous one among them. Okay. And so he is uh, launching himself at the Dr. Necropath. Ooh, so my reflexive telekinesis is coming. It sounds like a missile weapon. It does, doesn't it? Right. All right. Uh, he rolled an eight. Uh, that'll hit me. And five points of damage. Okay, so I would be uh, shaken. Yep. So I look around, and the, the when we, we, we referenced um, candlelight. I'm assuming we're referring to candles, not torches or anything Correct. like that around the us. Candles. Ah, okay. Anything wooden that I could perhaps grab or, or something heavy nearby? Oh, well, there are crucifixes. There are the uh, wooden poles that the uh, candles are on. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to grab a crucifix. And I'm going to, you know, I, I'm I'm trying to think of the right thing to do here. Um, you know, I'm going to try to stab him in the heart with the crucifix. I'm looking forward to see how this plays out. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, you hit him, but he didn't take any damage. Does he look at all startled that someone just poked him in the back with the bottom end of a flat crucifix? <laughs> well, hold on. Before we could, so the crucifix had no other impact on him from the crucifix and vampire standpoint. Just clarifying, no. since he is he didn't in like, a cathedral, He's, he didn't like hiss or uh, no flames or smoke leapt up, leapt up from him. Nothing like that. Okay, so it just kind of like pinged off him. Okay, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, you, you you whacked him with it, and uh, <laughs> you know, he just kind of shrugged it off. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Would you, like, would you like me to do a melodramatic? You have to have faith for that to work <laughs> on me, Mr. Vincent. Yes. Would you like yes. me to do one of those? <laughs> I'd ask you, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, first, I, I'm going to turn on my, uh, you know, my my shield. As a free action. I like okay. how we all have reflexive telekinesis, except for, <laughs> except for Johnny Boondocks. <laughs> I have a Kevlar vest when I wear it. All right. <laughs> and I'm going to blast him with uh, dark energy. I am going to Benny that. Are you? Yeah, because I don't think a three is going to hit. Wayne's so used to two Bennies, you might as well just get there now. You got to have faith, Wayne. You got to have faith for it to work. 14 to hit. There you go. Wow. Hold your faith. That's a hit with a raise. Add a six-sider to your damage. 25. Damn. Okay, he is shaken with two wounds. So he's unshaken, but he was unable to soak either of those wounds. Oh, good. Get him, Johnny. Get him. Just just hit him with it harder. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Have you tried having faith? Or, or, or not sucking. Have you tried that? Ooh, that's a solid plan, I think. So, Aaron, how big is this cross? Two and a half feet long. I was really hoping you were going to say, like, uh, four and a half inches. <laughs> you took it off the nun standing there. <laughs> I'm going to uh, hold it on the ground and try to snap a bit off the end so it's sharp at the end. Okay. That's going to be your action this round. That's fine. Okay. And you do it. You've got a, a nice jagged pointy end uh, edge at the end. Okay. Okay. All right. Next up is Guardian. Let's try blasting him with dark energy again. That worked pretty well the first time. Well. Uh, four. That does not hit him. 
right. I'm not going to penny. Uh, you sure? You've got two whole bennies there. They're not. They're 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 not earning interest. I mean, yeah. Come on, come on, Wayne. It's not like I might need them to soak the damage. No. You got plenty of time to soak damage, but you got a whole nother round before you can do before you can do damage again. You can soak damage when you're dead, Wayne. That's right. That's right. I, I, it's I'm living. I'm I'm living proof. <laughs> <laughs> so is he, to be honest. So no, Benny Wayne. No, no, Benny. <laughs> so close. Uh, um, so he's there. Looks a little woozy, but still on his feet. Uh, I try to, uh, you know, mentally blast him. It seemed like maybe it kind of phased him for a second, but he's uh, obviously still doing okay. I'm going to try to grapple with him. So that is a opposed fighting role between us. And you'd be at minus two because you're injured. And I, oh, wait, you know what? Hold on. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm shaking. Let me make a spirit roll first and see how well I roll before I know if I can do any of this. Uh, huh. I rolled a four, so I'm unshaken, but I don't get an action this turn. So never mind. Ignore all that. Okay. But I'm unshaken. But thank you for broadcasting your strategy. <laughs> the strategy is um, being awfully curt- uh, kind, generous. Uh, I'm going to try something new, Aaron. So uh, I'm going to use my fear power on him. Ooh. Yeah, I haven't done this. So uh, I, I uh, shake it off, and uh, Morales, the look on his face gets real serious, and he says, I don't scare easy, but I bet you you do. And then his face looks like it starts decaying, like he's been dead for, uh, you know, 50 years, mm-hmm. like immediately. So what's going to happen is he has to make a guts check at minus two, because I have extra power terror. So... He's going to roll his, if he's a wild card, I think he has D6, and then his Vigor, and he needs a 6. Gotcha. Or he's shaking. Okay. He did not do that. He is shaking. All right, good deal. I'm done. Uh, As he's kind of cowering away from the hideousness uh, that is the hitchhiker at the moment, I'm going to yell, we need to take him alive. But he's already dead. You know what I mean. I am spending a Benny. And he hisses as he explodes into a cloud of mist. Damn it. I'm going to look at Johnny Boondocks holding his, his makeshift uh, stake. Ah, so close. Ah, well, you know, there could be more. I'm going to keep it just in case. <laughs> That's a good idea. We should probably all have one. <laughs> Agreed. I'm going to go over and pull out my uh, pocket knife and make myself a stake using the, the desecrated crucifix that Johnny Boondocks has already uh, torn up. Aaron, I'm I'm leaning against the wall, like looking away, trying to compose myself. I haven't done that before. You guys are are kind of collecting yourselves and fashioning your crude, you know, stake implements as you're as you're looking away from the group a hitchhiker. You notice that the electric lights at the other end of the corridor have gone out, and you notice that suddenly the flames are jumping, and you're aware of a, 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 a chilled, terrible breeze sort of wandering through. It's just, just the, the stink of death on it. And you can hear movement in the dark from behind you, from ahead of you, off to the sides. You're hearing, you're hearing movement. You hear a deep growl. Heads up. More of them? More of something. In a church. Get your lights places. ready. Yeah, I'm going to look around with my flashlight. 
Morales has a mag light too. Johnny sure. and Detective Morales both turn on their, their flashlights, each kind of pointing a different way. Morales, you see a, a you know, seven uh, black wolves coming your direction, you know, just you know, with just terrible, horrible yellow eyes. And Johnny Boondocks, you see a crowd of at least a dozen skeletons coming your direction. Ghosts of Rainsboro is a production of IOMGeek.com. Have a question? Give us a call at 972-763-5903. No sweet, delicious babies were barbecued in the production of this podcast.